All right, Hoppity guys, welcome to another episode of It's, it's a, a Hang Thing. thing. I got to make sure I'm uh, far from the yeah. this time. But yeah, she, she got good. <laughs> the you're past good. few podcasts, I was screwing it up by being way too close. And yeah, I was just like, now Whoa. she knows. Yeah. <laughs> she knows. I'm now she chill. knows. Chill but yes, here. our in-studio guests, of course, our podcast, we got Kiko Kay- and Kaylee. What's Woo, up, everybody? I said it opposite. <laughs> I said Kaylee and Kiko. As I looked at Kiko first, I'm like, uh, okay, Kiko, oh, okay. Kaylee. Yeah, Kiko, Kaylee, Kaylee, Kiko. The Ks, they're here. The Ks of the four. For four. I know they're here. I'm so happy uh, that you guys are here. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks for Thank having you. us. Yeah. Anytime. If it, this happened because Kiko yelled at me at uh, the power. He didn't yell. He didn't yell. He didn't yell though. He didn't yell. You gotta be real. You gotta be real. No, he didn't yell. He didn't. He's cool. My boy's cool. My boy's cool. No, so he was walking out of the museum, uh, right out there, and then he was like, "Hey, bro, 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 please, you gotta get me and uh, Kaylee on the podcast." I'm like. Uh, done. All right. Okay, hit you up. Easy, Easy like money, that. just like that. And th- this was just last week. So now you guys are on the podcast. So I'm super happy. See, I kind of want to poke at Kiko right now because he's so fast to jump on the podcast. But yet it was pulling teeth to try to get them on live local. Uh, I'm gonna call. Uh, Kiko. And we did it. We did it. But you guys did it. Thank uh, you yeah, guys so we did. much. That was so much fun. And it's still rolling on the TV. KWM TV eight. So uh, the, the the pretty much the the whole set. And, and it's we awesome. play the music on yep. I ninety four as well. We do. Yes. Yeah. So, guys, thank you so much for coming on the podcast here. Um, let's just start uh, from the beginning because everybody wants to learn. You know, everybody who knows you guys now from four for four, they didn't know like where it all, it all begun for you guys musically. So we'll start musically and then we'll wander off into like fun stuff. Do you guys do other than music? So let's start with uh, Kaylee. Yeah, so I started growing up in Agat. Shout out to my family, the Snogwen family. Agat! Yeah, I grew up, they pushed me a lot to perform and sing. So because of them, they brought me out there. So, And then once I turned middle school, that's when I was introduced to the Mark Carmel Phoenix Stage Band. And then Mm, from there, that's when it started raising up with my performance and learning about more about music and stuff. And then now I'm here with 444 and... So how did what made you initially want to start? I mean, where did you start with singing? Was it was it guitar for you? So one day my mom was doing my hair. Up to middle school, my mom always did my hair. Oh. I never, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do it myself. So one day I just remember her doing my hair, and I was watching Hannah Montana from oh, Disney girl. Channel. Oh yes. girl, yeah. yeah, and I remember I was just watching her doing her thing on stage, and I'm like. I want to do that and then I just remember from there I just started singing and I never knew I could sing until that moment after I watched wow. Hannah Montana on stage yeah wow. what, what was the first song that you actually song. learned or what's that one song back then that you your go to like you're always single oh, go, it was Miley Cyrus you know when the, the Hannah Montana movie came out mm-hmm. The Climb no, of course Bless oh, the Broken Road Crazier okay. yeah that oh, was wow. definitely that, that was the ones I always was asked to sing the because horse. of that movie <laughs> the horses yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the sunset yeah <laughs> and I remember I remember um, before uh, before we started it was just talking to them and then you know finding out you know how they started stuff. and then uh, Kaylee was like when I first started uh, she you actually went from you know singing at the with the family the you know the, the party session stuff like that but then you went you actually your first stage performance was at the mango fest yeah actually i started singing at family parties mm-hmm. and then for elementary i went to marshall east sablon and my fourth grade teacher miss g she actually she heard me sing and it's been a common thing around the school during that time Ooh, and, and then mm-hmm. i think in that moment that was the first time the school has ever given a student a solo act in the what? christmas wow. the christmas program so yeah i remember 
she asked me to sing two songs. He's like, whoa, there. Yeah. For the Christmas program, I legit, I remember I dressed up as Miss Claus. Like, I had oh, a whole furry cool. red thing. Yeah, I had the, the hat. And even though that was my first time being on stage, I remember I was still doing dance moves. I was still rocking around the stage like it was like a natural thing because I watched Hannah Montana. Yeah. I was like, if she can do that, I think I can too. Hell yeah, girl. Then from there, from the solo act that Marshall and people saw me do that, I think that's what transitioned me to... um doing mango fest nice mm-hmm. nice like kiko let's yeah so it all started when i watched um the hannah montana movie <laughs> <laughs> no mine i kind of started i like it just hits me kind of maybe maybe now like in second grade i'd had a uh i had this little ukulele from kashilas and i played this what? like five note song dun, 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 dun. That and then, then I stopped, and that was it. And until like fourth grade, and I never found out what song it was until later. It was my first song I learned, uh, "Europa" by Santana. Oh. Then, so in uh, when I moved to Mount Carmel in fourth grade, I that's when they just started up the music program and all that. And as a fourth grader, they were, none of us were getting into it. It was only the middle school fifth mm-hmm. and up. And uh, but I, I started to have a little more interest, and then. Uh, Les Akaninuk, Uncle Les, he pulled me out, started to pull me out of fourth grade class when everyone else is still just after lunch, uh, while middle school's in lunch. So he'd take me out of fourth grade to go with the middle schoolers wow. and play guitar. Yeah, and then I started with the Mount Carmel band, uh, did that all throughout high school, still doing that now. And then um, about less than a year ago, Kitty and I started playing at with Austin, Austin mm-hmm. Regis, shout mm-hmm. out, buddy. To um, we started playing at 9th Street, the old mm. 9th Street Rotary. Yeah, we started playing there, and it still hasn't even been a year since we started gigging outside of Mount wow. Carmel Band. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then uh, uh, Jace Sarmiento, George Aquino, mm-hmm. Austin Regis, and myself started Four for Four. The the story of that was um, we had no band. We were just kind of thinking about starting a band, and Jace and George were at Wendy's and like, oh shit, dude. It's not a story unless I say it because they're like, you fuck, bro. Imagine four for four, ha ha ha, laughing and all that shit. And then uh, we had, then Jace came over to us and we were going to cover for Martin Honor at Livehouse. That was our first gig oh, on nice. a Thursday. What? Our first gig on a Thursday. So we practiced that Wednesday. We had no band name. Ooh. And then we were practicing from, I think, 11 on. And uh, right after we, you know, went outside. Everyone's they're smoking their cigarettes. I'm vaping. We're having a couple drinks, and uh, the the whole name came because we said if we don't get a name by three a.m., we're just gonna call ourselves four for four. Fuck it. <laughs> and then we did it. And the next day we had uh, we played at a live house for the first time with eight people. Eight people showed up. That was it. Next week probably like twelve. Mm-hmm. The following week. That's when summer began. So it started to pick up and mm-hmm. pick up. And then by the end, by midsummer, it was packed in Live House. Can't even walk through. Wow. And we're so thankful for all those people. Even though we're not at Live House anymore, you know, they still come to Sidelines on mm-hmm. Wednesdays, Venue on Thursdays, and Cowboy Ninja on Fridays. And um, about two months in, two and a half months in, we started to, we convinced Kaylee to join. <laughs> so like, hey, bro, let's go. <laughs> yep, at Live House when we were there on Thursdays because we were doing... 9th Street, and then right after, Kaylee mm-hmm. would go home, and Austin and I would pack up our gear and then run straight to Lifehouse. We convinced Dang. her 
to pack up our gear with us, get in the car, and come to Live House and play with us there. <laughs> They're but like, I no, no, you're just gonna watch. Don't worry. Just yeah, do it. Okay. But I will say the transition into that type of scene was mm. wasn't that easy for me. I, I think know that's because you know how you went from you know from from the school part to the Mango Fest mm-hmm. to uh to, to Mont Carmel yeah. and, then, and then from there a jump into a scene like this is yeah. sometimes it, it's it takes a, it's it a lot. It was very new. I remember I was sitting there at Live House with my glasses on and I was just looking at everyone and I was like, whoa. What is that? And then you also, you just turned 18. Yeah. Or um, 18 last year, 19 this year. Okay, so how was, yeah, how was that? I would think you started off at Live House. So yeah. that I would think is kind of a culture mm-hmm. shock because Lifehouse. I mean, if you guys have never been there, there's mosh pits that happen. There, they go pretty crazy there. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time we went there. I think it's me and the boys in the back, and <laughs> when they started the mosh pit, I was like, oh, "I'm just gonna be at the bar with my drink. I don't know what's happening, y'all." I'm like, "Are they fighting?" They're like, "Yo, yeah. bro, it's no, that's you're like, that guy." Oh, For me, okay. I'm, when the mosh is going on, I'm kind of in the front, but not participating. I, I elbows up because if they come, my oh, drink's not man. gonna spill. My elbows up, I'm pushing, pushing right. Got the technique going, man. Because I'm not a mosher. I'm not like, yeah. shout out to Local Deluxe Christian. He's the best mosher. <laughs> Dude. The best. Christian is the best mosher. All the guys from Ocus Point, they got that mosh pit down. Those guys too, man. but that's sweaty. They take their shirts off and I everything. Can't. I'm, I'm not I a get mosher. scared. I'm not yeah, a I get Before, scared. Before when I started, I was scared, but then I learned to appreciate it because it looked so fun, but I'm never joining. I'm oh, never yeah. joining. No, I, I think I'm too short to join a mosh pit. <laughs> I'd be scared of being trampled. Uh, from uh, Hannah yeah. Montana yeah. to mosh pits, man. That's, that's where we came from. And that's how we go. It's a hang thing. That's it. Thanks for Thanks for joining us. Thank you. We'll catch you in the next episode. episode. (laughs) Just kidding. Psych. We'll learn. So from there, we uh, we just kept going. We built up a couple, built up gigs. We ended up playing starting at Sidelines. Sidelines is now one of our most popular gigs. Mm. Then um, shout yeah, out to Dare. I love Sidelines. Yeah, she loves Sidelines since but like I day one. Love venue and I love Cowboy too. <laughs> <laughs> love you all. <laughs> love you all. <laughs> yeah, but um, where was I get? What was I getting at with this? Yes, so we were at uh, Live House, and then we, we ended up moving to Cowboy Ninja on Fridays, which, you know, there's, uh, Live House has its, up to, has its ups and downs, but mm-hmm. we've, we've been pretty happy. It's, it's been pretty nice. Everyone, thankfully, a lot of our, a lot of our followers from um, Live House have come to Cowboy Ninja nice. to support, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But we had no idea we'd get like this. I mean... Yeah, we had we had we had no idea we'd be playing this music. We played freaking Dr. Dre and that is a, and actually Eminem. a question that I wanted to get at because you guys are the only ones on the scene doing that kind of music. Mm-hmm. So how did how did you what are, why what made you decide to to do that? This is my favorite story to tell. We were practicing at Jace's house, and um, we were all jamming. Of course, we were thinking because we we're going to play at Live House for the first time. We we're thinking we we're going to be a, a punk band and George mm-hmm. is going to sing punk mm-hmm. and Jace is on drums I'm on bass I mean I'm on guitar Austin's on bass we're playing these punk songs and it sounds like shit we're playing freaking uh, Blink 182 first date mm. call you up it was a Friday night right and then um, we were like fuck this so we just kind of put it down started laughing and then Austin plays the bass line boom 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 and then Jace comes in and I'm like fuck what song is this dude I'm not I wasn't a fan of Dr. Dre or anything and then Jace kind of yells to me boom 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 and I try a couple times I don't get it and then I finally get the arpeggio and then we get the groove and we're like oh shit and then George out of nowhere no lyrics or anything y'all know me still the same OG but a bit low key hey long by mostly 
with no cheese I'm not gonna say that word <laughs> yeah and then we did that and we're like holy shit we can do this mm-hmm. and even better after the first verse Austin comes up and does the fucking Eminem part wow. and it was like holy shit this is what we're gonna play then I guess mm-hmm. and that's how it started and they oh. like I, I credit my my liking of um uh, Dr. Dre and all those all the hip hop stuff to Jace, George and Austin because nice. I I wasn't a big fan of the of like um of that I know I kind of like I like Tupac I never liked that stuff so I was going to talk about that because um, we're going to bring it back to uh, Mont Carmel days when you guys first started because let's face it I've seen your set list every single time. I've been to the the to the Christmas parties. How many? Like oh, like three, four yeah. years. Straight. I heard you guys were doing one of the what's it? Scandal in the family. Or yeah, when we it? backed up uh, Johnny. Uh, Johnny Sublime. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shame so Uncle Johnny. Your, Holy cow. So the music they the that they taught you guys there. Uh, it's a whole different music from what you guys are playing now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are. You, during Martin Carmel, you guys are still doing it now. You guys play the classics, mm-hmm. the from, from classics. rock mm-hmm. to, to to jazz to, to you name it. You guys are playing yeah. it because you know that's what Mont Carmel was known mm-hmm. to teach. And I think the when it goes back to that, I think that's where it, it was key because when you play the classic, when you learn the classics, you are actually are learning music. So the music that you're learning, you're playing now, is just easy. Mm-hmm. So was it hard at first when you guys started playing like all these classic stuff? Like you're on the guitar, you have to learn everything. It was it was it was pretty hard, yeah. And I have to thank uh, Ron Eclavea and um, Uncle Les Akinino, those guys. Freddie Freddie Berdalio was there. Um, a bunch of other people that helped out Mount Carmel Band in the beginning, Phoenix Stage Band, and and we. It, you know we weren't back then we didn't even know the songs we were kind of like what is this they'd give us we would all have everyone every single member of the Mount Carmel band has a stack maybe at least if you put it all together it would be at least a foot high I'm pretty sure that some people was only like four inches or six inches but CDs on CDs on CDs they'd give it to us because we're not going to go YouTube this stuff back right we, we weren't really YouTubing freaking Fleetwood Mac and yeah. and, right. uh, yeah. and um uh, all the other classics we were doing and so they give us CDs and we'd have to listen to it when sometimes we would sometimes we wouldn't then sometimes they'd just teach us how to play it on the spot and we'd end up doing it but speaking of the classics it's so fun when we get to play 4 for 4 music that like um, a good example is uh, Kanye West mm-hmm. when he samples Through the Fire mm-hmm. uh, on his song Through the Wire so we're playing a Mount Carmel band song one of those but giving it that 4 4 twist on it and nice. it kind nice. of it's like back to our roots yeah mm-hmm. just like um, More Money More Problems with uh, right. I'm Coming Out mm-hmm. yeah that's that, that's mm-hmm. my favorite stuff to play just because it feels like the best of both worlds you know? oh that's awesome yeah. and Kaylee what's your um, what, what song when you, when you first started Mount Carmel what was the first song that you had to learn I had to learn, I'm not that sure the first song, but I remember the process of learning um, Vehicle by Ides of March. I, I just remember that song. I don't remember, um, like in the beginning, that's the only song that pops out. That was like the dan, da dan, 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 dan. Oh, you gotta dan. talk about, you gotta talk about when you're singing in the uh, cafeteria. Oh, yeah, when, how it Her started. Her first performance. To well, how it started with Mark Carmel was, I was performing for my dad's baseball um, party, mm-hmm. and the sound man was Joe Sarmento, which was working at um, Mark Carmel at the time. I remember after I sang, he kept um, he was talking to my dad about 
putting me into Mont Carmel for sixth grade for middle school. I remember when my dad told me I was set on going somewhere else, and I was like, no, I'm not going there. But, like, for a month, this guy would come to my house every day. I would wake up. I remember I would stretch, do a little yawn. I'll open the window, and I'll see his car, and I'll be like, Dad, he's here again. He's here. <laughs> Why is he here? And he's not going to stop. But I thought I thought it was an agreement between my parents and I that we weren't going to send me to Mont Carmel until one day my mom goes, yeah, you're going. <laughs> and then I remember I had an audition thing. And then, of course, that that took me to going to Mont Carmel. And then Mr. Joe told me I have to sing for the school because I'm the new lead singer. They need to know who the new lead mm-hmm. singer is. Oh, so for I sang, I think, three songs. My first song was um, Rolling in the Deep by Adele. Wow, of I did course. I did Impossible by um, Chantel. Mm-hmm. I think that's the artist. Mm-hmm. And then I did Price Tag. Price Tag, oh, that's the one. Jesse J. That's the and one. I rapped. I Ooh. rapped. I you did rapped? Rap. Yeah. That was like, I, I bet like when yeah. she starts spitting, she's, they're like, that's that's the one. Uh, mark her down. Her name is Kaylee. That's her, okay? And side note, mm-hmm. Uncle Joe Sermento is not a creeper. He won't show up at your house every day. <laughs> that was a special thing. Shout out to Uncle Joe. We have to thank him for that. No, yeah, I do. I thank him so much because if he didn't, where would I be now? That's actually what I want to ask you guys. Um, you know, seeing that you started since your Mount Carmel days, of course, like you said, you had songs being pushed on you that you had no interest in, had no idea what they were. But how has that changed now being in an independent band where you guys are calling the shots? You're saying, you know, we're going to rehearse from this time to this time. And I know you guys, you guys really drill your rehearsals in almost every time that I'm seeing these guys' stories, they're rehearsing. Oh, yeah. 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 It's uh from austin kaylee and i's point of view it's kind of like just repeating itself it's what we did with psb mm-hmm. we still mm-hmm. phoenix stage on practices four times a week is a lot mm-hmm. four four we're lucky if we get once a week only stuff like uh we have a concert this weekend when it comes to stuff like that we we really buckle down and we're good at it so i feel kind of not bad but you know it's not jason george aren't they weren't part of the mount carmel band so it's not like we're like dude uh practice from like last uh, last night we had practice scheduled from 9.30 to question mark, because that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it always goes, question mark. (laughs) The the night before, we had practice from 11.30 to to question mark, mark. which ended up being 3 (laughs) o'clock. Yeah. And I had a midterm the next day at 9.30 a.m. Oh, man. I'm sorry, girl. I was studying. I would have been like, screw you. (laughs) I got to study. Look, guys, I got to do this test tomorrow. I'm out. Okay, one song, one song. That's what I want to ask, too. Uh, you know, the three of you guys started over in your Mount Carmel days. So how did Jason George get rallied into it? How did you guys meet them and convince them? Oh, man. We, um, I, just from the beginning of the story, I play softball for my class, my, um, my FD alumni class. And Jason's older cousin is Alan Sarmiento, who is a really badass baseball slash mm-hmm. softball player. And I, we, we were at the tournament one weekend, and then he's like, yo, Kiko, I got this, uh, you know, he always got his chew. Yo, Kiko, I got this uh, reggae band, bro. We need a bass player. You want to come jam? I was like, dude, I don't have a bass. He's like, shoot, I got a bass. Come down. So I came down the very next day, and we had a jam, and it was myself, Alan, TJ, his cousin, mm-hmm. Jay Sermento, if you know his name, mm-hmm. and George. Oh. George Aquino. So we had that going. We were called the Spice Boys. All right, Spice Boys. You heard it here first. They tried. Yeah, you heard it here first. Yeah, we did a couple gigs. It was whatever. It was fun, but you know, that's not how we. That's not how it ended up. But um, yeah, they tried to give me so many spice names. They couldn't find a good one. Spice (laughs) Keeks. Spice. It didn't work. Spice K. Yeah, Spice K. 
K-Spice. K-Spice, Special K. I couldn't get one. <laughs> Man. But, um, yeah, so then that stopped. And then uh, I saw Jace. I ran into Jace. Jace was studying communications at UOG. And he had gra- the, the semester before he graduated, we ran into each other at UOG. And we're like, dude, let's jam, bro. George is down. Nice. <laughs> That's what he said. Let's jam, bro. George is down. So we started out with me, Jason, George jamming, and then we called Austin. And then, yeah, we already talked about what happened after that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. And I just want to shout out you guys right now because um, you guys being so young, but at the same time uh, at the forefront of the music scene here on Guam, I just want to say that we have people watching here on the IG. Jason J., have Yo, Jason J. Jason J. You guys are kicking ass. He Aww. also said, "I can't wait to meet these talented guys." Aww. So when you have comments from uh, super uh, big time uh, Guam artists like Jason J, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard it from other people. Uh, huge Chris fans. Malafunction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you name uh, a big artist mm-hmm. here. Uh, of course, you just went golfing with uh, Frankie J. So uh, stuff like that, mm-hmm. it's when, 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 the, when that generation of bands, local bands, look down and like, these guys are talented, that means you guys are doing something good. Yeah, yeah we try not to let it get to our heads because, yeah. you know, we're that's still... The key, that's the key thing. Yeah. yeah, we haven't even been together for mm-hmm. a year and that's, it's pretty crazy. That's another thing I want to ask. What, what do you think is the secret? What do you credit it to? Because you guys haven't even, like you said, you haven't even been um, around for a year doing this and you guys have blown up so much uh, in all honesty, a lot more than some of the people that have been gigging Mm -hmm. for a while. Um, You know, do you think it's the sound? Do you think it's the chemistry? What is it? I just think whenever people ask me about music, I always tell them if the intention and the heart is right, nothing's gonna go wrong. Mm -hmm. That's because, you know, for music with us, it's not about the money. It's not about the the, exp- uh, the exposure. It's literally because we want to do it and because it's what we love to do. And that's once it, it starts becoming a like, oh, I only do this because so many people come out to watch me or so many people come or these people bring me the money that mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be making. Right. Once it starts turning like that, you know, it's no longer about the music. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what been doing us good so far because we built such a strong passion and love mm-hmm. for music. That's what's keeping us going. Mm-hmm. Oh, well said. That's crazy. And um, so, four for four. Um, I just had a comment here. Fluffy from uh, from of course we big and better. Big and better. Fluff. Fluff. He asks uh, any original music in the works. You know, coming soon. Coming soon. We're 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 all writing a little bit. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard. We don't like you know we haven't been together for a year. So th- these things are. I mean that's not that's a horrible excuse, but it's. You guys are you guys are busy doing your we thing are right now. Quite busy. It'll happen when it happens. Maybe also it's our fault because we're we're really. I don't want to say we're um, spreading ourselves too thin yet, but we're getting damn close. Is mm-hmm. I mean we gig so much. Just her and I alone gig five nights a week, not wow. including that is crazy. Yeah, not including the not including the um, all the extra stuff that we do, but but um and yeah. Original music in the works. Sorry, I won't cut you off. But we just did an acoustic attack, uh, an acoustic attack collaboration with everyone, where we played, uh, we backed up a couple, bunch of local artists. Mm-hmm. I'll say their names later, but a bunch of local artists with their own original music, mm-hmm. and we nice. backed them up. And you know, they gave us, they gave us, uh, they gave us like framework to work with. They mm-hmm. gave us a, a base, and then we kind of that really helped us that project helped us find our style because we put so much of our own our own music into it and it it 
that was a good check, like a good heat check to see like we actually can do this. We can add some flavor. It's just we need to have our own foundation to build around now. Mm-hmm. You know, but coming soon, Fluff, I promise. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, coming from playing at family parties to Mango Fest to Mark Carmel, it's always been about covers. Mm-hmm. For me, it's always been about covers. So I'll be completely honest. Writing music is a whole new world that I'm still trying to learn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just sharing, being so vulnerable in that kind of way, it takes a lot. You know, you no, have to definitely. learn. That's why... I, I want to be able to and I know one day I will I just gotta like step out of my comfort zone and just let it happen mm-hmm. yeah. speaking of um, you know you mentioned you guys are gigging five days a week just the two of you and you know uh, obviously you're taking courses at UOG mm-hmm. and you know you have all the outside gigs special events going on how are you guys holding up how are you doing it because holy crap that mm-hmm. is insane I know Right now, like I said, when the intentions are right and you mm-hmm. want to do it, going. Mm-hmm, yeah. So when like rehearsal, when we're rehearsing to two a.m., but I have a midterm, you just find time management is so key. Mm-hmm. It's so key in the musician's life. So like you just have to try to find the little places in the rehearsal where you could study. She's underselling it. She's underselling yeah. it. She is there with her <laughs> microphone, keyboard in lap, doing that. She has two tabs open: one with lyrics, one with homework. That's yeah. how she. That's how she does wow. it. Wow. I am not that great of a student, but I am a student, so yeah. <laughs> I get it done some other time. She's like, she's doing uh, it her way. I'm doing mine. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, mine. Well, she's like, okay, you're up. Okay, wait up. One, one last paragraph. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Well, uh, okay, so. You guys said, you know, in terms of um, original music, put on hold for a bit. But where do you guys see yourself taking off with this? You know, do you plan on maybe touring or anything like that? We have we have that in mind, of course. But it's touring would be two routes for us. We have two options. Not options. They're not options yet. Two possible outcomes. We Personally, I love backing up artists. I'm, mm-hmm. I love to give them that sense of comfort mm-hmm. that they have a band behind them that is gonna, yeah. that is gonna like, help them communicate right. love and music to the audience. And I would not mind to tour with some, uh, with to tour with some, with anybody really, mm-hmm. anybody who has nice music and really has some vibes. And then original music, we if we were to tour on our own, we'd need that. We need to have some kind of. Right. We can't be a we can't be a worldwide cover band. There's no such thing. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm gonna go back to what you just said right there about um, um, backing up for bands. What's what's a band or an artist that if you play for, you're gonna fangirl so bad. J Cole. Turn. J Cole. Yeah. Oh wow. J- yeah. That's it. Just mm-hmm. he's the one. He's like. I have a bunch of others, but he is the number one. Yeah, I love yours, wow. bro. You gotta love yours. I love J. Cole. Yeah, J. Cole's the he's a he's a virtuoso man. I haven't heard of I haven't seen a better lyricist than him since like Freddie Mercury. Like he's Aww. the man. He's it. He's he's right there. Yeah. And Kaylee? That's such a hard question, but I think I think the first person, of course, that popped up for every girl is Beyonce. Of course. Because, but for me, Queen it's being. because the performance-wise, yeah. mm-hmm. like, there's no one right now that could beat her. There's no one. Oh, yeah. And maybe for... And then also Sarah Bareilles. She popped up. I she, love Sarah Bareilles. And in an immediate um, sense... Uh, Jason J, if you're still there, dude, we're here. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Jason They're J. They're calling you out right there, <laughs> man. The They're calling you out, giving you, giving you options. He's come back to the island. He's definitely going to stop by your gigs and definitely, you know, play for him. Or, you know, if he's coming for a concert, 
You guys are definitely on his mind, for <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, yeah. I want to get back into uh, you guys and prepping and rehearsing with it. Uh, you know, it's no longer for people. And in fact, as of recently, we've seen Mama Shar is doing some things with you guys, too. Um, knowing that everyone has such hectic schedules, how are you guys making it all work? You know, our tension's rising at all. Some people are just like, yo, I got to go out and smoke right now because this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Going up to three in the morning. That's that's always going to happen. Any team you have, whether it be sports, whether it be, mm-hmm. whether it be you guys on radio, I mean, your schedules aren't always going to align. Mm. Ours... Do not. <laughs> Ours, it's hard. There's, there's, just there's stress just to get the rehearsal going. Mm-hmm. Then there's stress at the rehearsal to get the music right. And then, but it's that's all with chemistry and our team's able to work with it. It's hard to get everyone together. But when we are, yeah, we we get a little heated every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens. Yeah. It's any team thing. You know, it happens to it. I mean, throw the drumsticks. Right. Where's my cigarette? You know that kind of stuff. Oh man! Oh yeah. man! That was a direct uh, reference. No, hell to Jace. no! Throw my guitar. <laughs> throw my guitar. Where's my? Throw my mic. Throw, yeah, my it's, mic. it's like let's reference ourselves. <laughs> drumsticks are the easiest thing. I'm to gonna throw. do my homework. Okay. I'm drumsticks are the easiest <laughs> thing to throw. I need to go relax. I have a test tomorrow. You guys know that. <laughs> but yeah, we get it. We we try to get it done, and hope. Yeah, and what you said about uh, more than four of us now. Yeah, we've four for four has been four, four for four has been five, six, seven, <laughs> eight, and nine. We've had huge, huge variations of four for four. Right now, most recently, like for our concert this weekend, we have uh, the four for four team expanded a little bit. We have Mama Shar. Uh, joining Kaylee on background vocals. That is freaking awesome. You guys had her on podcast earlier, right? Yes. Um, Zach Kanata. Awesome. If you don't know Zach, you've been in a cave for... <laughs> yeah. Zach, you not know Zach. Zach plays everything. Well, he's, one of, he's one of the dudes that we want to get on here because Zach can play literally anything. anything. He can even scratch. Yeah. And anything. produce. So... Yeah. Yeah, Zach can do anything. You, you need to get him in his mindset to pick his mind, though, because he's, he's a really low-key guy, very super humble... But Super. yeah, he'll be playing keys with us, and he's a maestro. Nice. Yeah, he can play whatever he picks up, man. Anything he wants, he yeah. just play. So let's go back to because I heard you guys were performing, uh, uh, backing. Um, how does it feel to to back, you know, some of the biggest artists? You said Tanel, one of their names. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, be playing with. So um, being behind her, playing her music. You've heard her music. You've been. We've all been a fan of you know Tanel, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so what's the feeling there with you guys behind there? Of course, uh, Kay, are you going to be back up too? Yes. yes. So you're backing her up. Mm-hmm. You're back. You're on the the guitar. Yeah. Always. The, mm-hmm. So what's what's the feeling like? Of course, at first it's kind of nerve wracking. Okay. Because you know, but then also in the moment when everything's starting to gel and everything's starting to come through, we're gonna start to have tons of fun. I think that's what I'm most excited about was when everything starts to work, and then instead of thinking about oh what what words come next or when does the background come in, we're just gonna be on stage and it's just gonna be about having fun. Yeah, I'm excited for Tanel and Finn to get comfortable to 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 have. To have peace with us behind them, you know, mm-hmm. to be totally content that the team that is backing them can do what they need us to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm excited for. Yeah. Awesome, man. All right. I have a question specifically for Kaylee because this actually kind of came up on one of my first interactions with her. This was over I at Sidelines. And mm-hmm. I, was, uh, I was doing my thing, talking to everyone. And I was like, Talking about bringing them off for 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 uh, for live local. I was like, Kaylee, you're the only girl. Okay, gotta work with me. But 
that is one of the things because there you are in a band with only dudes. Mm -hmm. So how is that going for you? You know, is is it intimidating at all? Or is it kind of like, no, you you need to shut up real quick Mm -hmm. and just just listen. At first, you know, with boys, there's a certain humor that comes with mm-hmm. boys. Of right. So when I first started four four four, that's was what I had to get used to the mm-hmm. the, right, humor the humor that came with it. Because they'll jokes. be like, you're like, especially with the FD boy over here, right? Yeah, like <laughs> there, there were jokes, there were sayings I had to get used to, but also at the same time, I think it wasn't a hard transition for me because I already knew Kiko and Austin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if of course if it was a band of people I did not know then I would be mute. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say anything but as of right now I think I've built a relationship with each of them that I'm comfortable and it didn't take long because I, I think I'm friendly. <laughs> yeah. I like to think. I like making friends so. <laughs> Witness. <laughs> Uh, speaking of relationships, I know Vic had a question earlier. I didn't have a question. Well, yeah, you did. You, no, I didn't. You wanted me to ask it, but I was like, no, that's your question. I was like, okay, Vic, these guys are around my age. I, you we'll have, ask after the podcast. Yeah, well, you wanted to call them out on yeah, the, podcast. the podcast. Tony, yeah, Tony. after the podcast. Do after the podcast. Ty, mm. I told you after the podcast. <laughs> no, okay, let me, let me make she this wants to the podcast. The tea. Make no. she wants because to if the tea. I didn't do it first, he was going to do it to me. So I had uh, I had to pull that one. Ah, uh, you pulled out the card. Mm. I was I had the card oh. tucked here. I didn't want to pull the card. <laughs> after the podcast. After the podcast. So we can talk about that Sorry. after the podcast. Sorry. So um where are we at? So we already know that you guys are going to continue to do covers, continue to do the band, and then once once it all clicks, that's when the original music will come out. We can wait. Mm-hmm. We still love your voices. We still love the performances. The musical performances you guys do are just at the top right there. And when when you walk into a bar and these guys are playing, mm-hmm. there is no time that the dance floor is empty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm being real. So I've been to... I, after they started the giggings, I've always seen it on Instagram. Like, I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. And I finally <laughs> went. I forgot which one. I think it was Sidelines. I think Sidelines. Yeah, we were Sidelines. Side I've always seen the performance. After the UB40 thought, concert. That's mm-hmm. the one. Yeah. So that's when I first went out. It was like, I have to see them. I have that to was see a them good perform. night, too. That was a good night. That was a fun was, night. Yeah, so good. I'm like, what happened again? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm getting some flashbacks from the night. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Me too. Oh, friend shit. lost a phone. Friend was, lost a wallet. Yeah. Oh, man. Friend lost a friend. <laughs> friend lost a friend. That's how yeah. you know it's a good didn't, night. Didn't know, you, you, they knew where they were at. They're just not your friend no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> so, they'll be nice like that. Um, but, honestly, you guys are awesome. Just continue to do what you're doing. Uh, thank you again so much for coming yes. on Live Local Friday. Thank you for having us. It was, uh, like I said, it was a trip when I found out. Was I saw it on, I forgot it was Kiko or, I think it was Kiko's yeah. Instagram mm-hmm. that catches on Live Local Friday. So I'm like, I stopped and I'm like. I know, we're like, the hosts cool. and we don't even know this My, information. So I screenshotted, I sent it to Sherelle. I was like, yo, is this real? And she was like, yeah, it's real. Thank me. I'm like, oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm like, sure. oh, my God, this is actually happening. Because for yeah. the longest time, and they know they can they can tell the story all the time. That every time I see them, I'm like, guys, please, when is it going to be? They're like, okay, yeah. don't worry. 
we're gonna work on it and then finally again thank you for coming on it was an awesome and it Huge was an epic shout show. out to Shirelli for making thank that you, happen yeah yes. you can thank Shirelle you can thank Shirelle and her um, her superiority over Kaylee yeah. Yeah. yeah it was like 11 10 a.m. and we just finished a super late night gig the, the, oh, man. the day before mm-hmm. and I remember I was getting phone call after phone call after phone call but I was so tired I was like oh, I'll, I'll get it when I wake up mm-hmm. and then I never forget was she asked me to do live local Fridays but I told her I would have to check with the other boys to see if mm-hmm. they're available and then she tried to pull this thing where she's like if, even if they don't confirm can I just confirm you and I'm like <laughs> no I think I need someone to play with me <laughs> and then she goes I was like I can't do YouTube karaoke on, on <laughs> Friday and she goes I think you can that'll be cool and I go no oh my God. I'll, I'll check like don't worry yeah and then she texted me and we got it done mm-hmm. yeah. made it happen awesome thank you again for doing that, that because you guys did awesome that was both, so fun. Both of you guys have such soothing instruments, you know, with your voice, with your mm-hmm. with your playing, and you gotta thank you guys. Great. You guys, you guys play it all the time all the on TV. Time. Got it. Don't worry, we'll play yeah, more now. Keep doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Let's do another one. <laughs> let's do another one. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's do another one, and we would love to have the full band there. Yeah, that'd be so cool. That'll be awesome. Definitely gonna that'd happen. Cool. All right, I think we're just about done. But before we end, sorry, I I I've been apologizing for this the past like I know, three like, podcasts. Podcast? I usually prep the guests before, but uh, we usually end the podcast with three questions. So uh, first, what is one word to describe yourselves separately? Well, we'll go with Kigo first since Kaylee covered her mouth. She knows the word <laughs> she's, she's looking for. You can say yours first. No, okay. I'm still thinking. One word. PRS. If you don't know, you, you don't know. It's a guitar brand, but that's it. PRS, that's my word. Mm. All right. Okay. Yeah. One word. Is One word or phrase. Let me guess. Oh. Is it sure? I'm just kidding. You know, sure, <laughs> sure microphone. Vix, <laughs> with a brand, Vix like, would be sure? a... She actually uses a gold Telefunken, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Vix so would have been, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One, a phrase? Phrase or word, whatever, girl. I just learned this new phrase that means a lot to me now. It's called, uh, or the saying is, change your octave. Hmm. Mm. Can you explain that a little bit? So I was watching a TED Talk for an assignment, and basically the the speaker was saying how... Shout him out. Victor Wooten, yeah, bro. Victor the greatest Wooten. bass player ever. Yeah. One of so them. he was explaining how um, people look at things in such a bad way, in mm-hmm. such a bad light. But sometimes you need to change perspective. But in a musical way, instead of viewing music as a bad thing or viewing some things as too bad, instead of like expecting it to change, change your octave. Mm-hmm. Mu- nice. Using a music term. Yeah. After I heard that, I was like, man, I'm used that for the rest of my life. <laughs> Three thirty nice. thing. Uh, Three thirty thing, thing, right? Show. Change your mm-hmm. octave. All right. And now, oh, number man, two. number two. Give us a fun fact about yourself. Can either be a memory, something funny, something a hidden talent. What do you got? Okay, a fun story that I've always told throughout high school. When I was, um, I think maybe five, I, was, I remember I was in the Philippines. I went with my mom and my grandma. And I was laying down watching Pirates of the Caribbean by myself. And I was eating Cheetos. And I don't know what was it about me where while I was watching the movie, I decided to stick you know, Cheetos come in small sizes. Mm-hmm. They, they're mm-hmm. thin. They're like right. So I don't know what I was thinking when I was watching. I shoved the Cheeto up my nose. Oh, I was about to say. I know, as a me. as a little girl, your nostrils are small. So oh. I I 
kept trying to get it out, but then it wouldn't come out, so I just <laughs> kept pushing it. Oh, and my God. And, and every what? time in high school, I always thought the Cheetos in my brain. Yeah, so I just kept pushing it until it was gone. And I don't know where it what? went. What? I just remember it was gone, and then I was just, okay. What? And I never told my mom until I was a senior in high school. And what? I was five years old, and I never told her because I was just like, were she, like, know. sneezing or anything? Out. No. That's I, pretty weird. I, I, think, I think I took it slow because I was too scared. That's dry. How yeah. the heck are you? We know as a, little, as a little kid, you got a lot of mucus, <coughs> you know? So, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of that. Yeah. Because the nose and throat are connected. Yeah, so I, w- I thought, but of course at the time, I thought it went up to my brain. But of course, as I got older, I was like, I'm pretty sure it went down. Yeah, I think know? it just went. I'm yeah. really amazed. Somewhere. Sorry, yeah. I'm trying to like. I think that's where my singing started. When don't the give your, went down. Hey, don't give you your yeah. kids Cheetos. That's his <laughs> lesson. Fun fact about myself: um, all my music started from watching Hannah Montana. <laughs> no, uh, oh my mine, goodness. My, mine's not as fun as hers, I guess. But uh, I have a really bad habit of uh, sometimes when I'm coming home from a gig too late. Even from my mom's house, I used to do it when I was living in Jordan with my mom. Now I'm in Timuning. I do it still. I. When I get home, I park the car, put it in park, and I forget to turn off the car. I walk upstairs to my to my uh, my house, and I can hear the car. I'm like, what oh, in the world? <laughs> I have to walk back downstairs, turn the key off. I'm like, Fuck, man, that's a lot of work when you're really that is bad. Three thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta walk all the way upstairs, and then yeah, because I'm upstairs. Like, where's my house key? And I yeah. have to come back down. <laughs> yep. So that's a fun fact. Dang, dude. Okay, guys. Last question. What is one thing you have to do before your time is up? I have to see the Chili Peppers and I have to see J. Cole. Nice. And if I can, just because it's not as possible, uh, I want to see Queen, even mm. though they have Adam Lambert on them mm. now. If mm. they're still touring when I have some, some moolah, mm-hmm. uh, I'd love to see them. Nice. I think for me it would just be travel. But if I could travel by music, if I could travel because of music, I think that's what I would do. Would that's what dream. I'd want to do. Awesome. Hot Cheetos all oh, day, man. I would Hot love Cheetos to. Day. I would love to meet Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, yes, girl. Yeah. I Hell love Ellen yeah. DeGeneres. I will never forget, I was watching an interview. I think I think it wasn't even like a sad one. I just remember I was watching her and I loved her. I look up to her. And I just remember so I started we. crying. We I was crying. Ellen. And I think it wasn't even sad. I think she was being funny. But because I loved her so much, I was so <laughs> overjoyed with love. I was watching her and I'm like, I want to be like her. Aww. Like, I love her. I would love to meet yeah, Ellen too, dude. Five Pantsuit, just get a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, Kaylee, I, I want, I'll go to check Ellen with you. Let's go on her Dude, game of game real show. Game of games. She's awesome. Ellen. All right, guys, real quick before we wrap it up, uh, where can people follow you? Where can they catch your gigging? Plug in all your all your info, where to follow you and all that. Shoot, Tuesday night, we'll make it quick. Tuesday nights, we're at Kitchen Lingo, Kaylee and I, from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock. Great food. Great drinks, great people. Great it's people. Awesome, yeah. Wednesday nights, we're at Sidelines from 10.30 to 1.30 with 4 for 4. Thursday, we are at Venue from 10.30 to 1.30 with 4 for 4. Friday, we are at Cowboy Ninja from 10.30 to 1.30 with 4 for 4. And then Sunday, uh, Kaylee, Austin, and I are at Gabriel's, Gabriel's in Tumon from 7 to 9.00. 
great pasta. It's really good. Don't go. Oh, nice to know you guys. Yeah, right across, there. right across Olive Garden. Yeah. yeah, this is it's good. It's really good. Dang. Yeah, thanks. You guys are busy. Yeah. Bodies. So before you get before we go, I want you guys to reach under your seats. I put a little present for you. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> like, I, was, no, I, just, I was very <laughs> close. I was <laughs> like, wait a minute. What is it though? <laughs> All right, and where can people follow you guys? Um, the band's Instagram is at four 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 gu. Number four. Yeah, number four. F O R number four G U. And then my personal is both K Veloso two K A Y V I L L A S O T O both on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, my Twitter don't go don't follow my Twitter you don't want to follow that. <laughs> Instagram Kiko dot Yamashita simple K I K O dot Y A M A S H I T A. All right guys yeah. thank you so much Ooh, for thank you for having us this was so much fun talking is fun. Yeah. So, it's it's our job yeah. to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so of course, Kiko, Kaylee, thank you guys so much for stopping by. Uh, another episode and of course like I said we like from all of us here continue to do what you're doing you guys are awesome music beautiful keep doing that because honestly like honestly like I want to like couple years like 10 years from now I just want I want to see you guys perform here I want to see you guys perform out there. We agree. So. We and we too. will see you yes. at another one of your gigs real yeah. soon. Yeah, thank you. No maybe thank Wednesday you so again. Silence, hey, let's do it again. Let's do it. Why not? <laughs> it's on. So thank you guys so much. And that pretty much concludes another uh, episode of it. It's, it's a, a hang thing. thing. And we'll see you guys at the next one. Bye. Bye. Adios.